0: God bless all of you as you listen today. I just wanted to continue where we left off from the last episode. This is going to be how to keep the fire burning part two. And I know I gave you the first point in the in part one on reading the word of God was very important. Now I want to give you part two and I want you to write this down. Prayer is what keeps the fire burning and it refines you. Prayer keeps the fire burning, and it refines you. Hallelujah. Let's go right into the scriptures. Luke chapter 9, verse 28 through 29. Now it came to pass about eight days after these sayings that he took Peter, John, and James and went up on the mountain to pray. As he prayed, the appearance of his face was altered and his robe became white and glistening. Now I want you guys to see this because prayer you see that the appearance of his face was altered meaning the appearance of his face was shining brighter and his robe became white and glistening meaning that it was being purified and clean clean as he was in prayer up on the mountain with the father okay now prayer produces power because it builds up builds you up in your most holy faith so i want you to see that what was happening, that as prayer cleanses you, because you have to understand, power comes through holiness. Okay, let me repeat that. Power comes through holiness. That's why the Bible says that when they saw they saw the Lord seated on his throne, that the angels would sing, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They didn't sing... Wonderful power, wonderful power, wonderful power is the Lord God Almighty. No, His holiness is what determined the level of His power and authority. And I want you guys to see this because prayer is what cleanses you. And that's why prayer is what keeps the fire of God burning on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Because when you are in prayer, you're in communion through the Spirit of God with the Father who is God who is an all-consuming fire. So there's no choice but for you to remain on fire when you're with the one who is an all-consuming fire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me show you where this is found, that God, hallelujah, is an all-consuming fire. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 28 through 29. I want you to read this with me. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Verse 29. For our God is a consuming fire. See, there's no choice but for you to remain on fire when you're in communion with fire. Man, I, I pray people are understanding this. There's no choice but for you to remain on fire when you're in communion with fire. God is an all-consuming fire. And that's why when you go into prayer, everything about you will be altered. Everything that's not of the kingdom of God will be removed from your life, will be removed from your mind, will be removed from your heart. Your your The Bible says that the robes became white and glistening, meaning that your old nature, your sinful nature, the worldly Uh, you know, nature that's on you before you go into prayer, it is removed off of you by the fire of God because the fire, it burns on you and it refines you and it cleanses you and it purifies you. And as you become pure, the more holy you walk in and the more holiness that you walk in, the more power and authority you carry. That's why I was saying the Bible teaches you that prayer produces cleanses you which produces holiness and holiness is what produces the power hallelujah let me let me show you guys i want you to see this that prayer produces power because it builds you up in your most holy faith in jude chapter 1 verse 20 this is actually uh you know this is a very short book it's actually one chapter in the bible uh and that's why there's only chapter 1 hallelujah and He's talking to the church, and he's teaching the church how to maintain themselves with God. And this is what he says. But you, beloved, build yourself, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So praying in the Holy Spirit is you praying with God. And as you're praying in the Spirit, which the Spirit is the, uh, the one that brings you into communion with God, uh, by the Spirit, which is God, hallelujah, As you pray, it builds you up in your most holy faith. And holy faith is different than faith. Holy faith, my God, man, I wish people would get this. Holy faith is what produces the holiness on the inside of you by spending time with the Holy One who is God the Father, okay? So when you're praying in the Spirit, you're in communion with God who is the Holy One through the Holy Spirit. So that's why it's so important for us to pray in the spirit. What's it mean by that? By praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, okay, means praying in the Holy Spirit. You're praying words that you don't understand, but that the spirit of God is, is, is speaking through you to the father and that there's no unholiness or no impurity in the midst of when someone is praying in the spirit. The Bible teaches you that as you pray in the Spirit, that no one can curse God. When you're praying in the Spirit, you cannot curse God. You cannot think evil. When you pray in the Spirit, you're being purified because you're being connected with the Father who is the pure one, hallelujah, through the Holy Spirit in communion with Him. So I want you guys to see that prayer cleanses you from old garments and gives you white and clean garments like we saw in the Scriptures. Hallelujah. Prayer is what fans the flame into a mighty fire. So there's already a fire, but prayer fans the flame into a mighty fire. And we go from having power to fanning the fire, which is the power, through prayer into mighty power. So you go from just regular power to mighty power. And I'll show you in the scriptures where this is found. Because, you know, I want to always, you know, share with you guys the word of God so you don't think that I'm not making it up. But I want you to see that you carry a power, but there is access to a greater power. There is access to a mighty power. So even if you are born again, there's a difference between the one who prays and the one who doesn't pray. The one who doesn't pray still has power because they're still born again of the spirit, which is where power comes from. But the one that doesn't pray is the one that doesn't carry mighty power. That's why, Holy Spirit, hallelujah, that's why the Bible says that Jesus was telling his disciples, wait here until you are endued with power from on high. He was saying, you have been with me. Yes, you've seen demons come out. Yes, you've seen the, you know, the sick healed, but stay here for I have more power waiting for you that will come upon you through, through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, uh, you know, in Acts, in uh, Acts chapter one, verse eight, that he says, uh, you know, hallelujah, that the spirit will come upon you and you shall be my witnesses because the power will come upon you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witness to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria into the end of the earth. That's Acts chapter one, verse eight. So we see that you shall receive power and the Holy Spirit comes upon you. When you're praying in the spirit, that represents the spirit Uh, you know being manifested on the inside of you and by the spirit you're having communion and you're connecting one with the father where all the power comes from because watch god is the one who sent the holy spirit so that's where the power comes from is from god but through the holy spirit so when you pray in the spirit you're connecting with god the father who is the all-consuming fire hallelujah and the one who is all holy hallelujah and the one who is all powerful hallelujah that's what's key about getting in prayer. That's why the fire will never go out when you when you continue to be in prayer with God. Because if you're with where the fire comes from, there's no way for the fire to go out. Because if anything tries to put out the fire in your life, but you're connected to the one where fire comes from, you have a never-ending supply, of resource of fire coming into your spirit and coming into your being, which is the Father through you praying in the Holy Spirit, okay? That's why it's important for you to understand how important it is to pray in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is is the the holy spirit is the is the key to all the doors that need to be opened in our lives hallelujah thank you jesus glory to god thank you father let me let me continue here in the name of jesus i want to show you like i said that the bible says that you shall be endued with power wait here Now, I want you to see there's another level of that power, and that's you being in communion with God through the Holy Spirit by praying in the Holy Spirit, by praying in tongues. Luke chapter 9, verse 43 says this And they were all amazed at the mighty power of God. But while they wondered, everyone at all things which Jesus did, he said unto his disciples. So, what is it saying? The people saw the mighty power of God being manifested through the son Jesus because watch guys, he just got done being on the mountain praying with the father. So he was in communion where the mighty power comes from, and he was connected with the power of God through the time of prayer on the mountain. So that after he came down from prayer, the Bible says, Hallelujah, because we know that in Luke chapter 9, verse 28, that's in uh, verse 28. Okay, so we know that Jesus went up to the mountain to pray. And then in Luke chapter 9, verse 43, the Bible says he comes down from the mountain, and then he, he, uh, reveals the mighty power of God. And the Bible says that they were all amazed at the mighty power of God. So they saw the mighty power of God because Jesus was in the presence of God before he came down the mountain and ministered to the people. So you cannot operate in power in front of people until you get into the secret place up on the mountain in prayer with god that's how it works so everything that jesus did he always made sure that he was in prayer first and then you see him go then you see him teach then you see him cast out devils then you see him you know heal the sick then you see him raise the dead then you see him choose his uh 12 uh, apostles this is so key jesus understood that he can't get anything done without being connected to the mighty power which was his father by the spirit hallelujah So I want you to see that we are the temple now and the altar is our heart. So the Bible says in Leviticus chapter 6 verse 13, a fire shall always be burning on the altar, it shall never go out. So the fire of God shall always be burning in our hearts and it will never go out. As long as you remain in prayer, once again, like I said, as you pray in the spirit, hallelujah you're having communion through the holy spirit with the father so the father is the consuming fire like we read hallelujah in uh, hebrews uh, uh, chapter 12 verse 29 i believe And we see that God is the consuming fire. So when you're in prayer by the Spirit, you're in communion with God. Communion means you're in fellowship with Him, meaning you are actually literally with Him. And when you are literally with Him, hallelujah, the fire of God that's on Him has no choice but to get on you, to get inside of you, and to burn on the inside of you greater than what it burned before. That's why praying in the Spirit is so key. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now I want you guys to see this. The altar that was on the fire was was always used to burn offerings to God for sins. In the Old Testament, the, the priests would come and they would use the altar. There would be a fire on the altar and it would always be burning, hallelujah, because they maintained it. And then they would offer a sacrifice, a burnt offering to God for sins. So the fire of God that burns in your heart is to consume all sin that tries to come into your heart. I I want to say that again. The fire of God that burns in your heart is to consume all the sin that tries to come into your heart. So, I want you to see this as you're in communion with God, who is the all-consuming fire. When sin tries to come in, but you're in communion with God, the fire of God's burning on your heart, which is the altar. Hallelujah. And sin, where it tries to come in, the place where sin tries to enter in is your heart. Sin tries to set itself up an altar in your heart so that you serve sin instead of serving God. But watch this. When you get into the communion with God by the Spirit, You're with the all consuming fire, and the all consuming fire burns in your heart. So, as it's on fire, sin tries to come in. And as sin tries to come in, the consuming fire that's in your heart consumes the sin that tries to come in. So, it keeps you pure and it keeps you holy and blameless before God as you remain in prayer with the one who is holy and blameless, which is the Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, the heart is where sin is stored up. I want you to see this in Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So, in the heart is where sin is stored up. My God. See, that's why it's so important for us to understand. You cannot be cleansed out of your heart without prayer and without the word of God. But we're in part two and we're talking about prayer. When you're in prayer, like I said, you're with God and you're in communion with God, meaning you're literally with the all-consuming fire. And then the all-consuming fire consumes your heart. And where the enemy tries to place the thought of a sin idea of the intent in your heart, the consuming fire of God is already there. So when the thought tries to come into your heart by the enemy, the Bible says that the fire of God will consume that sin. The The fire of God will consume that lie of the enemy, and you will not act upon the intent that's in your heart because the intent that's in your heart will only be to serve and to please God and to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. That will be your only portion because you only do what's in your heart. You only, Holy Spirit, you only speak what's in your heart. That's why the Bible says that the overflow of your heart, the mouth will speak okay you know a lot of people when you know they struggle with speaking bad words or they have profanity that's actually not in your mind that's in your heart so it's a root that's in your heart that can only be consumed and taken out by the fire of God so when you get into prayer what happens is all of a sudden you start being transformed into a brand new person to where your friends who you know who knew you before you began to pray you no longer swear like them you no longer use profanity like them anymore but you have a clean mouth because you're in prayer and because you're in prayer the fire of god now burns in your heart and it consumes all of the uh, thoughts and intentions of swearing that you used to do that's why praying in the spirit is so powerful hallelujah thank you holy spirit go with me to uh, proverbs chapter 20 verse 9 who can say i have made my heart clean I am pure from my sin. Now, I want you guys to see this. Like I said, who can say I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. No man can make themselves pure from their sin. Now, watch this. Now, what a man can do, he can't make himself clean and pure apart from God. But when he prays in the Spirit the consuming fire of god purifies him just like we saw in, in uh, luke chapter 9 verse 28 through 29 where jesus goes up to the mountain see what was being portrayed on christ what was actually you know being demonstrated what happens to you and i on the inside okay cuz you know we have to see it in the scriptures and and it had to be portrayed on jesus because Jesus didn't need to be cleansed. We know that he was pure, he was holy, he was perfect and blameless and without spot, hallelujah, because he was conceived by the Spirit of God. He wasn't born into the world through sinful nature, okay? So we know that God was demonstrated to us through the Word that as we get into the Word, we see that the Bible says that His robes became glistening and that his face was altered and that he was white and shining bright. Jesus is always white and shining bright. But what that was demonstrating, what was happening, what would happen on the inside of you and I as we get in communion with the Father. The inside of us would become white. The inside of our heart would become cleansed and purified because the fire of God purifies and refines. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So as you pray... That's not you being apart from God, cleansing yourself, but that is you being with God and with God, you cleanse yourself from sin. And that also, when you read the word of God, that's you being with God. And as you read the word of God, the Bible says it will cleanse you and wash you by the water of the word. Hallelujah. So like I said, the word is the fire of God and it and it is to consume your heart always. So We know that the word of God in part one, like I taught you in the last episode, is important to understand that the word cleanses you, but we're talking about prayer. This is part two. When you have the fire of God on your heart continually, there will be no sin that will be able to get past that fire. It will be consumed and burned before it reaches your heart. So it won't be able to plant, it won't be able to set up, you know, it won't be able to put a seed into your heart that's not from God, okay, that comes from the enemy, but the fire of God will catch it before it comes into your heart, and it will burn that seed, so you never actually produce bad fruit from that seed that's been planted into your heart by the enemy. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. That's why the Bible says, hallelujah, in Psalm chapter 119, verse 11, Your word I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Why? Because the word of God is the fire of God. And when you get into the word, like I said, that's the fire of God. It enters into your heart. So therefore, you can't sin when you guard your heart with the word. Therefore, you cannot sin when you are in prayer because the consuming fire of God is on your heart. And sin tries to come into your heart, but it cannot enter in because the fire of God protects you. And it consumes every lie, every sinful nature that tries to come into your heart in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, I pray... That you guys have been blessed by this message. If you haven't already, I encourage you go ahead and follow this podcast so that you can be blessed by other messages that I that I you know put out that the Holy Spirit places on my heart to teach you guys and to share with you. I love you guys. God bless you. Have a blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you guys. Just want to take a quick moment to talk to you guys about our ministry's YouTube channel. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put the link in the description where you guys will be able to click on the link and it will direct you straight to our YouTube channel. You guys will be helping us out a bunch if you could go ahead and subscribe to the channel. That way you can continue to remain connected with our ministry and any content that I put out through YouTube going live you'll see everything that I do through Facebook and through YouTube so you guys can stay connected with us. But once again, go ahead and click that link in the description and subscribe to our channel. You'll be helping us out a bunch. Thank you so much, guys. God bless you and enjoy this next episode.